Hello, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Week six, Red Zone DFS five. I almost got screwed up. I almost got screwed up on that because college is one week ahead at week six. And so that was in my brain from uh, the earlier uh, stream. So, so we got a good slate, good slate this week. And fortunately we don't get the big firepower game that is on Monday night on the main slate. Um, But still super interesting. A lot of good games. Uh, We are rolling uh, just Vinny and myself. Joey is finding his inner chi at his work <laughs> retreat and uh, trying to become more calm of a person. So we support that here. Um, Vinny, We're all about mental health. Uh, good. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I opted not to go to a work retreat to find myself after uh, last week's slate. I just decided to pour more money into it and just double down and bounce back and do what every real gambler does. So feel good. Yeah, I mean, I felt good about my process last week. Um, I was on the right game, um, the Detroit game. I even tweeted mm-hmm. it out Monday. I think it was either Sunday night or Monday morning. Don't move off the Detroit game because all these Detroit players are out. Stick with it. Yeah. It just turns out that I didn't play enough of those guys. Um, I mean, dude, the winning Millie lineup had what, like five or six guys from that game. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we, we often talk about it, you know, a lot of people just will choose to not do that. Right. Yeah. Um, And if you do feel good about a game like that, then you kind of just got to go all in and do it. Um, There's another game I think that has sneaky potential like that this week. I Hmm. don't know if there's going to be quite enough firepower in that game. Um, but it's going to be pretty low owned, so I'm excited to kind of to kind of delve into it a little bit to see if we can uh, can find one of those. Pretty happy about you know a lot of my lower owned guys. Kenny Pickett was my low owned mm-hmm. guy who went for over a hundred yards. Um, yeah, he certainly went four x his uh, his value. So yeah, last again. week last week was just bananas, dude. I mean. Yeah, I, I I don't know how many ninety point games we're gonna get this season. I'm sure there will be a few more mixed in over the next twelve weeks or so. But yeah. um, I'm with you. I mean, I think there's different ways to approach different slates. Like, you know, I still won money by playing the game, but I, I had no chance of taking anything down without six guys from there, right? You know, yep. um, so those weeks are gonna happen. Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm excited about this week, though. I feel like I have a pretty tight and condensed player pool and stacks where I want to go. So it's rock and roll, man. So hopping into, so the one thing kind of just looking over the slate, there's no real quote unquote chalk this week. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really don't really have to worry about like getting different just to get different. This is the classic week of you find your stacks and you find your teams you want to play and you play your guys. Get it. Um, And starting off with quarterback, Vinny, who is your guy up here at the top? Let's say above 7,000. So the top four, who are you going? Who's your main guy? Yeah, I think I'm going to arrive at Jalen Hurts here. Um, okay. I, I, I like that. Well, one, I mean, Arizona is just shown to be pretty much a mess. Um, they're terrible. They're really bad. I, the other reason I like this is they do – feel like a team that has some firepower, you know, it may look sloppy. It may be terrible, hard to stack. So you don't know where it's coming from, but Arizona can score points, right? So my hope here is that that offense 
will provide a little bit more of a pushback sure. um, in the game just as a whole, you know, game flow wise. So yeah. I'm hope that's what I'm kind of hoping for. I like that it's, you know, it's in Arizona, right? So we don't have to worry about any conditions. There's no weather yep. issues. Um, you know, I- I'll let you touch on your top, you know, high end guy, but um, you know, and I have my reasons which I'll go to unless, you know, that's something that you love. Maybe you can talk me onto it, but there's a few other reasons why I'm not like as, quite as high as on some of the other, you know, high price guys. So my one guy that I'm going to have most exposure to up here is going to be Justin Herbert. Okay. Um, yeah. He, he was on my Cleveland list. can't, this is the game that I think that has that big shootout potential. The chargers defense sucks. Cleveland's defense sucks. Um, and the Cleveland offense has shown that they could put up some points. Um, mm-hmm. Really like the stacking options with Herbert. Um, I like mixing in. Um, it's I'm going to not I really have any Keenan Allen this week. It's good for me. It's going to be, you know, a couple of other guys. But then we'll talk about stacks at the very end um, for our favorite stacks. But I think that, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these guys. But I just think the game flow. Yeah. For 7,100, the extra that I can do with that extra thousand, because I do like Jalen Hurts. Um, The extra that I can do with that extra thousand and Herbert, um, I really, really like that stuff. There's a lot of higher end wide receivers that I like playing this week. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of value at running back, I think, this week. Yep. So I'm I'm going to be more apt to pay up for quarterback. Yeah. And he's a guy that I'm going to be gravitating towards. So below. Yeah. Real quick. I I mean, I definitely have some interest in Josh Allen. I'm just, I'm worried for two reasons. One, it could either sway one way where they just absolutely stomp these guys out. And this one's over at halftime, like that Tennessee game, which again, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs hit value in that game and half, you know, a half. So that's possible. I'm also like, I don't know why this is. This just might be a mind thing, but like I get really concerned in the NFL when there's just gigantic spreads. Like I feel like there's something weird here. Kenny Pickett, like who knows? Maybe Pittsburgh looks a little better with him. Um, I don't know. I I just don't have a great feeling about it. I'll have a a Josh Allen stack or two, but like it's not going to be like my main guy this week just because I just don't feel – I have a weird feeling about that game. Yeah, I mean I understand where you're coming from there. He's just really expensive too, and his stacking mm-hmm. options are really expensive. So, that like, they are. Yep. You know, if, if I'm going to have a couple of lineups with him as well, but kind of like last week where I pivoted off of a lot of Buffalo stuff because of the weather. Yeah. Um, and just went to other games. Like, if you happen to get that right, then, sure. you know, you're good to go. Yep. Um, so that's kind of my thinking. Where are you liking, let's say, between, you know, let's say 5,600 to 6,400? Who's your who's your favorite guy in that range? I mean, my favorite guy, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but it, it's definitely Tampa here. Um, I think this is a great bounce back spot for, for the Bucs at home. Uh, they got absolutely throttled by Kansas City on Sunday night. Uh, Tom usually does not like that and responds very well when they get, uh, you know, taken to the woodshed. So Atlanta's defense sucks. 
they're not anything special. They should have Godwin back, hopefully. I mean, he popped up with another injury this week, but I know, it's crazy. Um, which is not ideal. But again, I think him, Mike Davis, you know, you could go. I have a sneaky play as well in this game that I like. Um, I just think Brady's in just a really good spot at 6K to bounce back and have, you know, it's a good 25-plus point game here. I, I don't disagree with you. I just – this is a weird one for me because, you know, I know we talked about, you know, not worrying about ownership. He he is, he is gonna the highest-owned – he's going to be the highest-owned mm-hmm. highest guy. Atlanta's right. kind of in shambles. Um, for me – the between the 64 and 5600 range uh i'm going full on trevor lawrence he's been bad a couple of weeks here they get houston yeah um they're just gonna kick spot they're just gonna kick their ass um houston's defense there houston has a sneaky good pass rush and they actually have a decent run defense which is why i like this um it's really easy to just go T-Law and Kirk and then just kind of move on, right? Yeah. I mean, the Um, one thing I'll say just real quick on that is I'm on it a little bit, like digging in a little bit more. The last three games, Houston's the third worst as far as rush defense. So they've given up averaging 170 a game, only better than Chicago and Seattle. So I mean, I'm with you. I I mean, they're they're not any good anyway, but I I agree with you. I think he is in a good spot here for sure. um, The other one that – is is kind of a pass funnel, and this guy is a, is a, is a big wild card. Give it to but me. I think it's a I think it's a Wentz week. Yeah, um, baby. I had him as my one percenter this week. Here's here's the problem: is that he's so difficult to stack. Like, I almost hope that Curtis Samuel is out. Um, he's he popped up on the injury report. He's questionable, so that way we can actually just play Terry and like not have to worry about it. You know. Um, I just have a hard time playing Terry right now, man. Well, I get it. And I understand. And I, I, that's my main apprehension with Wentz is I'm having trouble of finding who to stack him up with, but, um, are you going to anybody below the 5,500 and, and below, are you red rifle in it against Seattle uh um, no if, no red rifle bb gun for me i um i do have interest in a few guys though i will be playing teddy bridgewater here at 5400 okay uh and i will be playing zach wilson Milson. i think like you talked about that cleveland <gasps> Go, chargers Judy. game sorry uh that Go. cleveland chargers game is being the sneaky one for you i think this is the one for me uh, yeah, I like I like this one quite a bit too. I like I mean, it because we get two teams. Their defenses are both not very good. Division game. Uh, the weather will be good. I think you know Zach Wilson is always kind of feeling himself. He's back. There's a lot of weapons in this game, which is what I like. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got Tyreek Waddle, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, tight ends. Like they've got it all, and both teams aren't really like run focused right so like we should see i am thinking some fireworks in this game i'm gonna have stats on both sides here like you, this I is mean, kind of what i like this week. you would really hope that 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 was the case right um i yeah, think it's I weird mean, that everyone's avoiding this game because they just think that like because two is out it's gonna be a bad game i i don't really get it like 
I, I mean, to me, there's maybe. not, I mean, there's a drop off. Don't get me wrong, but there's not like a massive drop off. We're not going from you no. know, Tom Brady to Kyle Trask here. I mean, you know? Teddy carried the water for that Saints team when, when Breeze went out a few years ago and won a bunch of games. Like, exactly. Teddy can win so, games in this league and play 100% like, after it. So, I mean, um, what, what Tua has been doing the last couple of weeks isn't anything overly special. He's got really special dudes he's throwing to. Well, you got to right? remember, I mean, yeah, they have some deep threats. Like, they are going to take some shots, but like their offense is get the ball in the hands of these two and let them get hundred percent. Right. So I know like New York has sauce Gardner who's been playing awesome, but like we've seen it before. Tyreek is matchup proof when he's feeling it. Yeah. Waddle's I mean, matchup proof when he's feeling, I'm not scared off by like sauce Gardner. You know what I mean? No. Um, so oh I just God. like it, you know, Tyreek and Waddle are, are obviously expensive, but the quarterbacks are cheap, right? So you're not double paying up like you would like Allen and Diggs here. Um, and I think we could see, you know, 20 plus point games out of both of these guys. And at that yeah. price, like you're four X in it. You're in good, you're in a fine spot, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I like both of those guys. Um, I'm with you, man. I, I had Wentz here on my player pool, 1% ownership, the Titans defense. The one thing that makes me nervous is they play better against bad teams. Like, like I know that sounds weird, but like, they just do, you know, they get exposed by good teams, but like the bad teams, they take care of business on, but Tennessee's given up the third most passing yards in the league. Yeah. They're, by they're average, a, uh, the last three weeks. So they're a massive pass funnel. Their pass defense is big league terrible. And so the number one worst defense over the last three games in the passing game is Miami. Exactly. So, you know, I know I that's re- skewed with that Baltimore shootout, but like still not great. I really like the the Wilson call. I'm probably going to be, you know, riding with you on that. I've I've looked at a couple of lineups with that and I really like how um you can you can access some some really premium players at some other positions um for your ancillary spots with that. I um, think I think we were so talking about this like la- we were talking about this last week and it was kind of my fear, you know, having to pay up at quarterback, but it's, as long as you get the full stack correct, in your yeah, receiver's really pot, you're fine. Like, even if Josh Allen goes for 30-35, right, you just can't have, like, a chalky digs and, you know, someone else who's chalky go off, right? Yeah. Then you're in trouble. But if Diggs doesn't or Josh Allen puts up 30 and Diggs is, like, 18, you're fine. Like, you're yeah. in an okay spot as long as the Jets or whatever take care of business. So yep. I'm kind of interested in that this week, um, and it's mainly because the running back position, I like a few guys way up top that I – and uh, – and a few other receivers that I'm going to mix in up top. So I think that's going to be the majority of my builds is like 6K and below this week. Okay. Is there anybody else in there that you like or have interest in? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm sure you'll take some dart throws, but anybody I mean, that you can like. Yeah, the main for. thing I have interest in uh, that I took advantage of today personally was our deal with Manscaped and Manscaped oh. supporting our podcast. Absolutely. Um, we started thinking about christmas presents today what are we gonna do you know i've got three brothers-in-law well four now one of them happens to be my best friend uh look what am i gonna get those guys right we need to have something everyone's getting together for christmas this year i said you know what we've got the 20 percent off deal with manscape i'm gonna take advantage i'm gonna pull the trigger i use zone 20 manscape.com i got free shipping and I'm yep. getting four 
lawnmower 4.0s, the trimmers, they're going to love it. It's proprietary technology trusted by over 6 million buyers already across the world. You guys can take advantage of it too. Um, after having the actual equipment, the, the, the lawnmower for the last few weeks, I mean, man, that, I mean, it's a game what, what changer, better man. gift. You know? I, the, the one thing that like is a big game changer for me is the light on the end, right? Like oh, dude, dark room. I don't want to get too graphic, but some spaces that are a little bit dark and like, you know, like it's tough to see what you're doing yeah. down there. Uh, this yeah, thing yeah. has this like insane LED light on there that just absolutely, it makes it amazing. I it, the, the, the brother-in-law thing is great for gifts because like, I mean, my brother-in-law happens to be like old school farmer. I don't know if he's ever trimmed anything. Uh, so that might be a gift for us as well. I mean, uh it's it, it's just it, it's just literally so easy. I was talking about it with my wife. We're starting to say, "Hey, we gotta start knocking out some Christmas presents." Yeah. We don't usually don't go crazy, but with the discount, I mean, this is something that they'll have for a long time. And I and I like giving gifts that people can actually use. Right? Totally. We've got Christmas coming up. We've got a lot of other holidays. Hanukkah is coming mm -hmm. up. The eight crazy nights. Yeah. Uh, you got to get it. You got to come up with eight different gifts. There's gifts scattered all over manscaped.com. So look, manscaped.com promo code zone 20, 20% off plus gets you free shipping anywhere in the world. Take advantage of it. You're supporting us by supporting manscaped. And look at the end of the day, you're getting a quality product that either you or somebody else absolutely needs. It's not something frivolous and it's not something that's not going to get used. For Go sure. take advantage manscaped, dot com zone 20 20 percent off and i said i said this on the college pod too like just after watching 12 hours of football on sunday do your like lady friend a favor please trim up a little bit groom up a little bit like come on do something nice for her you know what i mean like at the end of the day that's all she probably wants 100 percent. so, so yeah. with that being said we're gonna pop over to running backs here now Arby's. We've got some interesting stuff going on this week. We're a few weeks in. We're we're starting to you know you're starting to have that that vision of who is actually a bell cow, who's mm -hmm. actually going to get a lot of the touches and whose prices really start to make sense. Um and there's one guy that is severely mispriced, but we'll start with the higher end guys first. Benny, who's your guy you're going to 7,300 and up? Going back to the king, baby. Uh, this is my dude. Um, I was on him. Stick with him. He, you know, it takes a little bit while. He's like a bear, right? Like in hibernation season, he takes a little while to get out of his grogginess, get out of the cave. But uh, all jokes aside, it looks like Derrick Henry has woken up a little bit. Uh, and when Tennessee finally decided to get back to what they do, commit to the running game, give this guy 25, 30 touches a game. All he does is produce. Um, I know he's expensive. Washington's rush defense has gotten a little bit better, but whatever, man, they're just going to grind him to a pulp and I will absolutely have some King. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's tough to argue with that one. Um, he's just so consistent. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as long as they don't get hammered, like coming out of the gates, which Carson Wentz, they'll be he'll be in this game script the entire time getting the rock. 
right? Yeah. Like we've seen this team before down like 14 and they're still going to just turn around and hand the ball off to them. So um, for me, it's Henry uh, up top. I mean, I like a few other guys, but if I had, you know, had one bullet, that's where I'd fire it. I'm, I'm really torn between two guys up there and it's Chubb and Eckler um, in the same game. Yeah. We saw the Eckler that we were waiting for last week and I was all over it and it really, really helped. <laughs> um, three touchdowns, not saying he's going to go for three tugs again, but that's the kind of upside that Eckler possesses. And Nick Chubb possesses the same thing, just in a little bit different way. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to play game stacks. Um, so honestly, I have a couple lineups built with both of these guys already. Um, Cause it's just the easy thing to do. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you could certainly make the argument that if you were really, really high on the chargers this week, um, that to play a little bit more uh, cream hunt. Um, but even in a negative game script, they just keep giving the ball to Nick Chubb. Um, yeah. If it was, if um if Deshaun Watson was playing quarterback, I might there might be a lot more validity to that because they can truly open up the offense. But with Jacoby Brissett back there, they're really not going to do too much. Yeah. Um. So those are the kind of the two guys that I'm thinking about up there. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I think Eckler. He's just. I always have a hard time because it's because he has upside to be the highest scoring running back every week. Right. Yeah. The problem I have with him is he, you know, he still hasn't gotten even 15 carries in a game. So you got to get the catches, which he has gotten, right? Like it's, it's a trend, like seven, yeah. eight, and 10 targets, but he's like, he's got to get into the end zone. And I get a lot of these guys do, but like, you know, Chubb can go for 150, 160 on the ground and not score, which we've seen, you know what I mean? Just on a volume play. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I, I love both of these guys. Uh, we were big on Chubb last week. He's just continuing to get the rock. Like, I'm not going to go away from that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't think you can really go wrong here. I think both guys are great. Uh, I mean, Henry, Chubb, and Eckler, from what I'm seeing, are all going to be sub 10%. Yep. So that, that'll so, bring us down, going to the next level of the, like, of the, we'll just call it the 6,000. So 69 to 6. Here's where the majority of the running back chalk is lying this week. And most of it, I am completely fine going away from. Who's the chalk lining up to be from what you're seeing? Uh, Fournette, yeah, uh, not- 18 to 23%. Um, he just keeps popping in the optimals every week and people just keep playing him. And it's just, I don't here, know, man. Like, here, here, I have two problems with it. One, their offensive line is destroyed, right? They've lost multiple starters already this year. Like yeah. that's like I, hurt I get him. the reasons for wanting to play him, but it it on a week where there's going to be really no chalk, the yeah. two the few small pieces of chalk which are for, Fournette and then Kamara are the two <laughs> highest known running backs. Like that's just a fine. Like okay, like if they beat me, like that's fine. Then then they yep. beat me, right? So um, be it. The two guys that I'm going to in this range and really, really like in this range are Miles Sanders and mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. Uh, Miles Sanders is playing an Arizona team that has an absolutely terrible rush defense, and he is getting most of the carries. We're not going to see Boston Scott again, so it's just going to be him and Gainwell. Yep. Gainwell, you know, lucked into a touchdown last week. You know, it. 
you know, he, he did, wasn't getting many opportunities. He was essentially just giving Sanders a blow and got into the end zone. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's fine with me. As far as Jamal, I'm all over that again with, with, you know, if, especially if St. Brown sits again, um, he's just getting so much volume in that offense and the Patriots defense just not very good. Uh, what was cool? Go, what was cool about go, the Jamal thing for me, at least, is like we saw literally the most extreme game flow, like air. You know what I mean? Like passing. Like other guys were getting it. He still got twenty touches. Oh yeah, you know he's what gonna, I mean? Like so, he didn't get like played out of the game. No, no, he's 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 not a player that's going to get played out of the game like that. That's I mean, they have sure. nobody else, which is awesome. So, yeah. so I'm with you there. I will absolutely. I will play Sanders and Jamal Williams over Fournette and Kamara every yeah, day. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so. I mean, Sanders is coming in at like sub-5% ownership, which is a little wild. Jamal's 12 to 15%, which yeah. is fine. I'm more um, than fine going there. Um, do you have anybody else in that 6,000 range? I do, and this is why I was just a little bit hesitant on the Lawrence thing. Um, you can do both, actually, but you, I have a lot could. of interest in James Robinson. Uh, 5% ownership this week. I think he burned, including myself, a lot of people last week. Everyone saw the conditions, thought he would just absolutely um, get a ton of the touches last week in that rain. And James Robinson burned everyone, including myself. And I'm totally fine with that because that's going to drop <laughs> major ownership here. Houston's rush defense absolutely sucks, like we've talked about. Um, I also don't mind a little ET in there as well, you know, if we're talking about just this game. But yeah. I'm going to go back to James Robinson, who I think a lot of people are going to flock off to uh, or off of because I just think it's an awesome spot for him. So No, it's, it's a good um, spot. The only other person in the sixes that I had some interest in uh, was Devin Singletary. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That's been kind of your play all year. Well, I mean, people just don't. I don't know why, but people just aren't playing him. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, is that like, I mean, he is the running the guy. Back. Yeah. Um, he's similar I mean, to Eckler for me. And he's like a less productive Eckler, which is okay. You know, but he's that offense, right? Like his 11 carries is the most he's gotten all year. And so he's yeah, got to get the targets in the passing game and now that Gabe Davis is showing to be a little healthy, like makes me a little nervous that that's going to happen. Yeah, I just think it's more of a if you think that the Bills are going to throttle Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, he's going to get more than eleven carries. Right, he's going to get mm -hmm. probably fifteen to seventeen carries in this game. Um, you know, yeah, and they'll just kind of say, "Hey, look, like let's just get out of here," right? So. Um, for sure. Now well, we kind of get to the really interesting range. Wow. I mean, there's a – I am playing them both. I may have both of them in the same lineup, and that's Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. Okay. I, I, I'm not even going to mess around necessarily here. Like, this is what we talk about, like, where we can afford, you know, some of these bigger stacks and stuff. But, dude, I think both are going to eat on Sunday. I, like, I agree with you. Um I, I went into this like thinking if Ramondre was going to balloon up to like 15, 20%, I would just play Harris and vice versa. But I, unless I'm missing something, I'm seeing both of them are going to be pretty low owned. Here. Yeah, they both look like somewhere between 9 and 11%, which is not, not enough for me to have to go off to somebody else. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I'm looking here. I'm seeing on the site that I use, or one of them, uh, they are hovering in the six percent range. So I'm sure they'll they'll gain gain some run here. But yeah, either way, man, uh, I, I have no problem playing both. Like in every lineup, almost like yep. just, you know, go fifty percent Damian, fifty percent Ramondre. Yeah, I of them may blow up. I think personally, I'll have more Ramondre. Um, that just seems like okay. So that seems like it's the the talk of the industry, but like the numbers don't totally reflect that. Well, they're getting, I get about, it. He's the sexy like name and he's the young gun and all that, but like, well, they're getting about roughly the same amount of overall usage. The, when sure. you can, when you combine rushing and passing the kicker for me is I play all my lineups on DraftKings, And yeah, yeah. if, if both of them are going to get 20 touches, and Harris is only going to have two targets or yep. two catches, and Ramondre is going to have five or six. Right. Like that's the tipping point for me, right? Yep. Um, their red zone usage is basically even inside. That's the what end. I. That's inside what I mean. Though I just yard line. Harris yeah. has gotten three carries. He's converted all three. <laughs> um, Ramondre's gotten two, and he's only converted one. So. Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. saying, like, it just feels like every time I hear anybody talking about a Patriots running back, it's like, oh, Ramondre, oh, Ramondre. And it's like, I get it. But, it's like, because, this is a 50 50 split. Like, I mean, no it's doubt. Because about of the it. passing upside. I mean, you know, I get Bailey, it, but everyone thinks that Bailey Zappi, because he kept it close against, you know, Green Bay, they're going to be able to keep it close against the Lions. And I mean, I hate to tell everybody, but the Lions, Lions can score. They, the Lions hold the number one offense in the NFL right now. Yeah. So I don't really care where they're going. People are afraid because they're going outside and blah, blah, blah. But the weather's going to be fine. They're playing no, on the weather be field. Fine. Like, I it's just, not a big deal. I would just like to give New England a little bit more credit here, you know, uh, and Belichick and just say their game plan has to be coming in here. Slow this thing down. Like, don't let – Detroit get going because their offense can score and we're yet to see if new England can right yeah. in those games. So I, I I'm just saying like, I think both like their game plan is going to be, these guys are going to get, I'm not really keen on playing both. Combined. Yeah. I'm not really keen on playing both of them. Um, I'd I, again, that, that's like a huge tournament option, but I'm just saying like, I like both, like they could both eat yeah. on Sunday um, for sure. So another guy in that range that I don't know why he's priced the way that he is, um, is Jeff Wilson. Yeah, Niners are going to play Carolina. Jeff Wilson just dominates the touches in that backfield. Mm -hmm. So until he stops doing that, um, I'm just going to keep playing him. And it's not a prohibitive thing to do at 5,500. I mean, if he was like 6,400, yeah, I might be like, okay, you know, there's a there's a there's a choice you have to make there, right? But yeah. At fifty five hundred, I mean, you're he's a hundred dollars more than Mark Ingram. <laughs> like, I, 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 like what are we talking about here? Like, he's a hundred dollars less than Cam Akers. Yeah. Like, are, and, I, and you're I, going I, to get guaranteed fifteen plus touches, probably look closer to twenty. You know, especially if they can handle Carolina, get, like we think they're going to get all of the goal line touches. Yep. And I don't. I mean, Carolina's terrible. Yeah, I mean they really are bad. terrible. So, you know, yep. 
Niners playing at the same time that for whatever reason, they got the little carrot of being able to play the late game going East. They don't have to play early. Right. Um, so I, I like that. Is there anybody else like way down deep here that you're into? Cause I have a couple of guys. Uh, two guys that I have some interest in is, is ETN. I mentioned him. Um, if we think, you know, or if I think yeah. obviously Houston's defense is that bad. As much as I like James Robinson, like I do think eventually they'll start to get ETN more involved here. Yep. Like I just 100%. feel like they have to. Yep. Um, so that's a dart throw. And in some bigger tournaments, I am going to take some shots, I think, up Rashad White for the Bucks. Um, yes. It's kind of interesting. Like two weeks ago, uh, Lenny even brought it up that like, these guys got to get involved here, right? Like, if you th- if you think Fournette is going to be bad chalk, that's an absolute easy way to just ke- just create so much leverage. If he becomes more involved in the passing game and Brady starts to trust him, like Lenny, not going to get phased out, but like he's no longer a bell cow. You know what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying, but I just that's just a hard pass for me. Um, I'd that's rather. Fair. There's, there's five I don't, other guys I'd rather play down here than Rashad White. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if you're going way, way down, if you just truly can't get there, I wouldn't mind throwing them into one. But what I'm saying is, like, absolutely don't, like, mistake my words. For $400, you have way better plays at 5500 with Steve. I mean, for $100, but there's guys cheaper that I'd rather play. So, I mean, like, I'd, Raheem? I'd much rather play Raheem Mostert. Yes. I'd much rather play yeah. Michael Carter. I would much rather play. Um, that's probably about it. That's how much we'll play. Probably about I'm, it. I'm not touching uh, Algier. Uh, I do as much as Mahomes carve these guys up. Like a Thanksgiving turkey, I still have respect for the Bucks defense. Uh, yep. uh, I just don't love that spot for him. That's pretty much it for me, man, as far yeah. as the running backs go. that's I'm good on running backs. Um, I, we kind of missed this last week. We didn't really realize this, but – Outside of stacking options, which we'll get to, what are some one-off receivers that you like? Um, I mean, he's really expensive, and he's going to maybe be the highest stone player, but I think you just have to continue to play Cooper Cup. Dude, it's ridiculous. I mean, Seeing he, that in he, person was unbelievable on Monday I mean, Vinny, he's, he's got legitimate 40 to 50-point upside every week as if he just converts one touchdown. I know. I mean, and he's not getting volume, there. Yeah, which is crazy. He's getting 30 points a game, not scoring really. <laughs> he didn't have a touchdown last week. And fucking, you know, 19 spot. 19 targets. Hey, I mean, it absurd. is uncanny. So outside of stacks, um, he's a guy that I really, really like up top. Um, He's about the only guy that I'm going to up top. I, I'm I'm playing Same here. over Jefferson this week. Uh, everybody too. else kind of fits into a stack. Um, yeah, I'm top. just kind of I'm just kind of scrolling through my list here. I'm with you. Um, we talked about Sam Brown. If he plays, I'll have some mild interest there. Yep. Um, you know, you're playing it more than I am, but I, I like Christian Kirk as a one-off. Like he's going to be in yes. here. Obviously, Jacksonville stacks. Yes. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Your obvious bring back in that game yep. when you do it. Easy. Um, I Gabe do like Chris. Davis. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Gabe Davis, 100% healthy. Yeah. No he limitations this week. This could be a great week to kind of get him going a little bit more and give, um, 
give Stefan Diggs a little bit of a breather, maybe not play him as much. Um, I'm not super into the to playing a lot of Brady, I don't think, this week, but I will definitely be jamming Mike Evans in yeah. to get exposure to that. Totally. Um, yeah, Godwin's picking up all the ownership, which is interesting. But I'm curious to see what happens if he's out or whatever, like what that does. Because if Evans is going to stay low, like hell yeah, that's a yeah. I, that's one of my favorite plays this week for sure. Uh, I'm Amari is obviously going to be in quite a bit of my he you know dudded last week, but that's okay. We'll just yeah. we'll go right back to him. He's still getting I, the target share. It's fine. Yeah, I think Olave at 5700, even with the yep. red rifle, is fine. Priority. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I saw six. Lock it. I, I saw you throw him in a lineup that you sent me earlier this week, but Bobby Woods at 52. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, with, with no Traylon Burks in a game that <laughs> I believe no. it, it, that, that, you know, I guess the Niners dodged a bullet with that supposed pick that they were going to trade up to take. I mean, holy crap. That yeah, guy's I, I would say now, like. I would say Debo was probably the right guy to hold on to. Yeah. Um, um, if they would have gotten rid of Debo for that pick and then taking that guy, I mean, yeah, there could have been people fired already. Um, I really like Ayuk this week. Um, I think that they're going to have to, I think Carolina, you know, obviously Matt rules playing for his job. Um, Ayuk is a, is a guy who I can throw in there at 5,400 who's got 20 point upside. Um, yeah. And I think he's got a pretty safe floor too of about, you know, 10 points. Uh, in this game, I think that Carolina, you know, as much as I do like Jeff Wilson because he's going to get all the goal line stuff, um, Carolina is going to stack the run and try and make Jimmy make a weird throw. Um, and in that same game to DJ Moore, 5,200, kind of got back on the wheel a little bit last week. Um, you know, he's just – he's the guy that they have to throw to. So, yeah. Um, I mean, below that, the guys that are not in my stacks, uh, Jacoby Myers – 4,800 if he plays. Yeah, if he's uh, if he's active, um, yeah, yeah. he's absolutely the guy to play for the Patriots. For sure. Um, yeah. we, and I know he's kind of part of a stack. If he plays, like I'll have some interest in Jahan Dotson from Washington. We talked about like who do we stack him with, like yeah. whatever. Uh, if you're already getting weird and wild with Wentz, you may as well go, you know, take some of the cheaper options too. Yeah. Your boy George Pickens, what are you doing here? I, I, it was a great call oh, go, last week by him. Going, going back right him. back to him, yeah. Okay. He's, I mean, he's he's the downfield guy. Yeah. Um, well, and, and he, and he's he, got some rapport with with, with Mister Pickett there, yeah. young guys. So, so Pickens, Pickett, you know, yeah, a couple of like pickers, that. you know. Yeah, you I had think, to talk me off Pickett earlier this week, so I yeah, like that let's call. just not don't you don't need to play Pickett, just play Pickens, uh, yeah. and then you can get all the exposure that you want um, because he's a guy that can easily be going into the fourth quarter with like six points, and then garbage time. Mm-hmm. You know, his projected ceiling is way too low. I think. I mean, his projected ceiling is only thirteen point seven. I don't really know where the projections are coming from for that point. Yeah, that's um, insane because, like, if they are – let's say they go down 28 or something, like, they're going to rest Deontay and Claypool before they rest him. Like, he's going to play. Like, 100%. He's, he's going to be so, the guy that's playing. So, um, um, Zay like Jones, 4,100. If he plays, he's in a great spot, I think. Yeah, he was only limited today, so it looks like he'll be he'll be just fine. What about um, Rondale? Yeah, I mean, if, if – uh, I definitely like him in, in that game stack. 
um, especially if I'm going to choose to play Kyler Murray in that game stack. Um, I mean, they were actively trying to get him the ball last week. He was just getting blown up in the backfield and like weird shit was happening. Um, He's a guy though, that if he hits it big, I mean, he's got 24, 26 point upside um, that he, for that price tag, he can pay off and like, yeah, two plays, you know, and the, I mean, the, and we saw it as soon as kind of he's now in the in the lineup. Dorch is really not a thing anymore. No, um, he's he's done. It's well, he's still going to be out there running routes, but like, I mean, they would rather get the ball to a more dynamic playmaker in Rondale. Dorch just is a good possession receiver, and that's probably not gonna not gonna help too much um, yeah below that my call I, I'm really hoping he doesn't play because I've been on this guy since draft day I wanted my team to take him I heard some other shows call him out today and I was pissed because I wanted to be the guy to say it first but Khalil Shakir at 30 oh nice I was thinking McK- about him too if McKenzie yeah. does not play yep. fire him up and I may take some shots on him even if McKenzie plays because okay. Dude, he, he's super electric guy at Boise State. I mean, we saw what he did in the preseason and just absolutely lit it up. He just needs opportunities. And yes, I'll go as far to say, like, if he gets opportunities and Josh Allen gets him the ball, like, McKenzie might slide back into the four hole. Well, like, he not, is really not only that, good. too. They've got like the dust bowl Jamison Crowder on there. Well, he's team. out now. Yeah. Crowder broke like, his ankle. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah, he's done. So that's what I mean. He's like done. Shakir's four on the depth okay. chart now. Like, yeah. And, you know, that no, probably means he's going to mix in, at least give some breathers and stuff. And if McKenzie doesn't play, he's now the starting slot receiver in that offense with 3,200. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I was looking at him too. Glad you brought him up. Yeah. So if, uh, right. yeah, that's pretty, that's it for me. Let's move on to tight ends. Highest price tight end this week is George Kittle at just a measly fifty two hundred. Where are you mm. going? Four thousand and up, let's say. Well, I'm not going to be playing uh, the 49ers six offensive lineman George Kittle. I'm just kidding. He's actually running routes, but I don't know, man. I can't. I, I'm not. I don't want a lot of this offense right now. It's there's just no re- it's, well. It's there's just no good. reason to play Kittle. I mean, well, it's just not very good. The offense, like no, they're winning not. games, but their defense and yeah, they scored seventeen points so. against a mediocre Rams defense last week at home. So yeah, um, I don't know. I I think two of my favorite guys, like Ertz and Goddard, is that same game. You know, the forty-eight, forty-seven hundred. I think yeah. you can play both sides. Yeah, hundred percent. I think Zach Ertz is going to be my highest owned tight end of the week. Um, I don't know why people just choose not to play him, but uh, in overall fantasy points, he is tight end four to this point on the season so far. Yeah, Mister um, Reliable in that offense. I, I mean, and then again, I the guy that I want to play, but everybody else saw the same thing um, is Tyler Higby with all mm-hmm. those targets. Uh, so yeah. I, he's garnering some ownership. I'm probably going to be fading him. Uh, Gerald Everett, who fits into a lot of my uh, charger stacks, Parham and whatever loser else they have on that team has kind of become irrelevant. And he is the go-to tight end. Uh, he's getting all the targets. 
uh, he's going to be the main guy. So 4,200, that's way too cheap for a guy that has legit 20 to 25 point upside in that game. So whether you're Parham playing the stack or not. Yeah, Parham was there. Oh, you said Everett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, Everett. Because he's he's just dominating the, the yeah, tight end snap share. They've got the they've got the rookie Trey McKitty, or this I think it's his second year. He hasn't really planned out how they want, which is why they went and signed Gerald Everett. I think um, at forty two hundred, that's way too cheap for the type of targets he's getting in a game that I think is going to shoot out pretty good. Yeah, I agree. You got anybody? Um, uh, you got any dumpster divers here? I do actually. Um, two guys that I have a little bit of interest in if I need this, the salary savings is I know he's not getting a lot of targets. This is going to drive you crazy. Just hear me out. Will Disley for Seattle uh, has caught a touchdown in three of four games they've played. Uh, he's getting like three or four targets a game. Dude, he's averaging over 10 points a game at 3,300. 3, That's it, great. That's like not what I'm looking for from a tight end. I'm looking for guys who have. I think I think Disley's a good cash game play, but I don't play cash games. So well, three games straight, he's outscored Kittle. He's outscored Pitts. He's outscored. Well, I'm not playing uh, Knox, Gasecki, Bray. Like I'm just saying, like if you need to go down, like this is a guy who's he. He scores the touchdowns in the red zone. You know, Um, the other guy though that I have major interest in. He didn't. The guy ahead of him did not start to, or did not practice today. But if Cameron Brait misses, I will have a lot of Kate Otten uh, at twenty five hundred for the Bucks. Kate Otten is very, very, very good receiver. Twenty five hundred. He had four targets last week after Brait got knocked out. Like that. Brady loves that- his tight ends, dude. And I will play that with Mike Evans, you know, or him with uh, with godwin like i'll pick him off one over like i will play a ton of kate Otten this week yeah chaos kate Otten was going to be the guy that i would go all the way down to as well oh, sorry um, you stole your thunder no it's okay i mean I don't, I don't expect rudolph just to come off like the inactive listing like i think dominate. it's a little i think it's a little strange to me that dalton schultz is only 3400 um i know that yeah. cooper rush is is there but Look, I mean, they're going to just been you know, okay this year, you know. Well, he's been hurt and I know. he came back last week and, you know, CD Lamb kind of lit it up. Well, the Rams are going to notice that and the Rams are going to try and limit CD Lamb as much as possible. I think that Dalton Schultz is a fine play at 3,400. Okay. Well, don't steal my thunder here uh, as far as some of my like favorite stack slash bold calls here. Okay. Well, we'll move on to defense before before we hit our uh, hit our stacks. Yeah, man. Defense is weird this week. I don't love. You know, we're the kings of bargain bin shopping on defense. There's not a lot I love down here. It is disgusting down there. Um, Let's go. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. I can't play anybody below twenty five hundred. I, no. I would like no. to make you could maybe make a case for the Texans at 24, but that's about um, it. I think I think maybe they, Chicago and just hope that it's a cousins just dog meat game, but they're at home. I don't love that spot at all. 
But after the game that we just went to, why would you not just play the Cowboys for twenty five hundred? So that's the that's the marquee play. He they're going to be super chalky, which I don't even. I mean, I've I've got him at six to eight percent. I know, like that's not chalky. I feel like they're going to gain uh, gain up steam here, but they I'm might with you. down down low. They're by far my favorite for sure. Um, as we're rolling up the price rankings, like. Price is right style. Like, stop me if you get anyone that you have interest in. Like, I don't the Jets. I don't the Panthers. Commanders, no. Uh, no on the Browns. No. Uh, Lions, mate. Mm, Jags no. at 3,400. Uh, I, I have – I had starred. Um, okay. The, the Titans at 3K, I have starred. Like, I know they're not great, but they are playing Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's There's fine. a very, very likely uh, turnover somewhere in that game from him, maybe multiple. Yep. So, um, um, I, I don't I like, know, man. This might be a week to kind of go up a little bit. You I mean, know? I like playing the Niners at 3,800 versus fucking Baker Mayfield. He's terrible. So he's now he's getting pissed off at reporters. He, yeah. Some some reporter, you see that today. Some reporter asked him if he's been working on any drills to limit batted balls, and he fucking lost it. He's like, like "Well, if you if you know of any, send them to me." Like, oh yeah, and Baker. Just, I don't know. Maybe put some stilts in your cleats when you see yeah, a line. He a, yeah, he was. You could tell he was very agitated. Um, um, yeah, I'm with you, Niners. I, I I do have some interest in the Bucks again. I I think the Tampa just absolutely just destroys Atlanta this week. Yeah. Like, I mean, Mariota looked terrible last week. That off that stack really burned me. Now they got to go on the road and play a pissed off Brady and Tampa team that, you know, was locked in this week. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, I'm with you. That's kind of where I'm at too. It's not, All it's right. not a lot for me. It's Jags. It's, I guess you put me onto the Titans and it's, I mean, really Jags and Cowboys were the, really the only ones I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, I like playing the Niners just to keep the defense correlation in the in the Jeff Wilson lineups, and they just kind of fit. Yeah. Um, so. What are uh, all right? Let's go top five stacks. Just rattle them off here, or you can do one side or a full game stack. Like that counts as one. Um. So as far as I mean, I, I like the 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 Chargers mm-hmm. um, with the Cleveland run back options. You can do Herbert, you can do Eckler, you can do Mike Williams, you can do Gerald Everett. Yeah. And then run it back with, you know, you can play any of those combination and then run it back with Chubb uh, and Cooper. And then, I, I mean, that's fine. If you prefer Hunt because you really think that they're going to get throttled, you know, that's fine too. And that's going to be even getting – even more weird. Um, but that that's probably what I would go to. Um, yeah. you know, I think that more people are gonna gonna gravitate towards Eckler. I like Eckler, but just to get a little bit different, I'll definitely have a Herbert Williams Everett stack. Um, uh, you know, every week that goes by that Herbert feels a little bit better and he looked fine last week with that rib yeah. thing. Um that's probably my favorite stack. I think that probably the most under owned stack this week is going to be the Cardinal stack um, with Kyler Murray. Uh, you can do Murray. You can do Rondale. You've got Hollywood Brown. Um, 
whatever you do, Ertz is going to be my guy in that. And then you've got some really, really good runback options with the Eagles. You've got Sanders. You've got your pick of A.J. Brown or Devonta Smith. Um, you can go double tight end with Dallas Goddard. I mean, I think that you have a lot of really good options there, and it's a way to get different from Jalen Hurts, who's going to be about four or five times more owned than Kyler Murray is. And, you know, yeah, if it turns into one of those games where Hurts isn't throwing the ball over the field, it, it could really – you could really pay off. So in some of my larger single-entry um, – tournaments those are the kind of the two more expensive stacks that i'm going to be going to what about you yeah um i think semi-expensive expensive i'm probably leaning bucks and eagles is probably where i like it the yeah. most uh as i drop down i already talked about it dolphins jets uh, yeah. i just love both sides I, of that that one too um and then my sneaky stack parlaying this into bold calls of the week that i think Whoa. Ha- has the potential. I know everyone's kind of just shitting on him and writing him off and everything else. I think this Cowboys Rams game could pop off a little bit. Um, wow. I, I know the Rams looked <laughs> atrocious, but okay, so if you're going to stack this, I'm going, I'm going Cooper Rush, who is slowly but surely taking Dak's <sighs> job. I'm going Lamb. I'm going Gallup, and I'm bringing it back with Cup. And I'm just keeping it pretty straightforward and simple there. I just don't think like Sean McVay and Stafford. I mean, are if you're gonna do that, you might as well throw Higby in the in the. Or you can spot. and you can do Higby totally. You can do like if you're gonna if you're gonna it. put four guys. Well, you're already there. If you're already get three guys on one side and one guy on the other. Sure, that actually that makes that a lot far, of sense. You, but I mean, but I just think like everyone's writing them off. I get it. Like I have no clue how they're gonna block Micah Parsons, but. Again, Sean McVay is not an idiot. The Niners just have their number. Like outside of the NFC Championship game, what the Niners have beat them like six straight times. Well, like now that was not surprising on Monday. Well, like, now they're embarrassed. You got the wounded animal kind of theory, right? You're coming like, home. Like I think this game, like I could just see it getting going a little bit. I'm not saying the Rams are going to win. I think, but I like Dallas to expose their defense through the passing game. And if that happens, like they're going to have to push it. Like the Rams yeah. can't ball at that line. So I don't know. I just have a kind of a like sneak it. there. Like I I'm like it. shots on that game stack. I mean, if you wanted to get a little different to, if, you know, if you, you know, listeners out there aren't the biggest Gallup fan, you could throw, Noah Brown's fine. Uh, or I or was Schultz even saying, no, Pollard. I was even saying Pollard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good I, way to I, do I really it like too. Pollard. Yeah. Kind of get a little, can... little bit weird in there. But, you know, I, I think Gallup is, he looked pretty good. I think they want to try and get him a little bit more involved in the offense to take some heat off of CD Lamb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it for me. I mean, I, I think me I mentioned too. it earlier. I really like the Trevor Lawrence stack. Um, yeah, you've got, you know, you get it's not a full game stack, but it's just T-Law and Kirk and then run back with Cooks. Um, if you wanted to throw ETN in there, you certainly could. Don't yep. think you really need to. Um, but I just think that him and Kirk, who had a bad week last week, recency bias, people are always going to just gravitate completely the other way. Um, I think it's a great bounce bounce back spot for them. Cool. All right, so that brings us into our bold calls of the week. 
Bold it is. Uh, let's see. I'm pulling up here. I just want to make sure I get the number right. Or you can start if you want, but go ahead. Well, I mean, everyone knows that I'm an IU comer. Oh, no. Uh, we're back to this. He hasn't had that breakout game. We're going to have a spike game at some point from Brandon Ayuk. Um, I think this week is the week. 5,400. It's minimal risk. Um, but I'm saying he gets 25 or more DraftKings points. All right. Um, I got two. I got two here. Gonna, just, I'm going to maximize my odds of hitting on this. I think that Dolphins-Jets game goes over 70 on the over-under. It's at 46 and a half right now. I think wow. it blows up. And then I think King Henry goes for 35. Okay. I like so, that. It's 10 points more than anything he's done. I was going to say like 40. That. That's a lot. 35 for him I think feels pretty good. Like I'll a 150, two, two or three tugs there. I'll like, say for my uh, running back – Hot take will be another cheap one. Uh, I'll say Raheem the Dream goes for 20 plus uh, in that Miami Jets game. I think he's poised to break off a big one. The Jets are terrible at tackling. He's one of the fastest people on the entire entire field, and he's healthy. Um, I could see him breaking like a big 60, 70 yarder. I like it. That's right, it, well, that's I think, it. right? So, hey, hey know, good show. As always, you know, please do follow us on Twitter. Um, like and subscribe, comment on YouTube. We're getting a uh, we're gonna drop a giveaway uh early next week um for our YouTube uh subscribers. We really want to try and push to get over 200. Um, we're only about 25 away, so you know, it should be pretty easy to win. Everybody who is a subscriber will be entered into the contest to win. That's how we're going to pick it. Um, so if you've already subscribed, thank you very much. We really do appreciate it. Um, if not, look out on Twitter. Twitter is where that uh, that contest is going to drop first. We'll put it on our Instagram as well, but Twitter is where it's going to drop, and that's usually where we have the most interaction. Um Good luck, everybody. Um, if you do play or you want to get a full game slate, I would highly suggest playing the full day of Sunday slate, which incorporates the London game. So you can get exposure to Saquon Barkley and you can get the Sunday night game. So you can get exposure to both the Bengals and the Ravens. Um, two really high scoring offenses that on those full day slates, a lot of people really kind of forget about that very last game of the day. Um, oh. It's something that I'm going to be attacking this week. Um, so I just want to kind of give everyone that before we get out of here, follow us on Twitter again, yep. manscape.com zone 20, you know, the code go use it. Love it. Good luck everyone. Later. <laughs>